You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 32 teams entered the season with the hope of being crowned champions. Now, only two cities remain. Who will take home the coveted Lombardi Trophy? It's time for Big Game Breakdowns with Baldy and La Confora, an Odyssey exclusive. The show is called Big Game Breakdowns with Baldy. Today, I got the day of the week right. Uh, I didn't get some other stuff right. But this is Big Game Breakdowns with Baldy, only without Baldy, because Baldy's on a side. But I swear, the next half hour will be better than the intro. Uh, I am Jason Locke and Flora. I believe I'm still with Odyssey, although I don't know. I may find out I'm not uh, anymore. Uh, as I said, Baldy is on assignment. I am joined by my friend and colleague from 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore, Mr. Ken Wyman. We will navigate you guys through what we think you need to get you primed for this game. We've talked about the matchups in both teams and all that stuff all week long. Um, we now have some of our bold predictions mm-hmm. when Ken and I uh, are looking forward to what we believe we're going to see play out. And again, emphasize bold. We're not, we go big or go home. Yes. And then we also have um, the gambling angle that we'll touch on um, some trends and some prop bets, both uh, sort of normal. And then also cuckoo, like, you know, who's going to pour what color Gatorade on whom we'll get into a little bit of that nonsense as well. Um, But Kenny, you you and I have debated some of this on our show already inside access on one Oh five, seven, the fan in Baltimore. We do have some strong ideas about this game. Um, And maybe perhaps we should issue sort of a, a preamble here that, we have seen the Cincinnati Bengals, a lot of the Bengals, yes. because they're in the same division as the Ravens, and we have rewatched a lot of those games. And the Bengals have ab- they absolutely destroyed, torpedoed, knocked out the Ravens twice. So maybe we skew a little Bengal centric because of how much we've seen of those two games that were epic performances by Zach Taylor's guys. Yeah, uh, Joe Burrow destroyed the Ravens defense twice. That said, and, 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 you know, the second time the Ravens had a bunch of injuries. First time, other than Marcus Peters, they basically had everybody. And Jamar Chase just absolutely worked Marlon Humphrey, former first-team All-Pro. So, yeah, we've seen this up close and personal. They ran all over the Ravens defense late in the, in the game in Baltimore. Uh, but uh, but we've seen in the playoffs that while they the offense might not be scoring 40 like they dropped against the Ravens, they get it done when they need to get it done, and they have a guy, a quarterback, that, that seems to be, you know, it's cliche, but he seems to be that guy already. Like, yes. you give him the ball, 
and he knows what he needs to do to win the game, and he's going to do that and get the get the game won. Yeah, the comp might be Joe Montana, and that's who Mike Brown was telling people he thought he was getting when he had this first round pick, first overall pick uh, coming to him in the draft. And if Joe Burrow wins this game, he would be twenty five percent to Joe Montana land uh, already in just his second year. Uh, Kenny, what is your first big bold prediction? as we kind of try to tell the tale of what we think we might see in this game through uh, the prism of these predictions here. So just a little insight for the people. We do a segment on our show called six pack. And, and so I've got six bold predictions and, and some are pro Rams, some are pro Bengals. But my first is that Bengals offensive line is lousy. We saw the Titans sack mm-hmm. Joe Burrow nine times. We know how scary that Rams defensive line is led by Aaron Donald. I do think the Rams will get to Joe Burrow. I have the Rams getting six sacks on Sunday. Wow, half dozen. And and that may be the case, and, and I have some thoughts about a particular uh, Rams sack master coming up here in a minute. Uh, but my sixth, sixth bold prediction is I think this crowd's going to favor the Bengals. I don't think this is going to feel like a Rams home game. Um, talking to people who've been out there all week, talking to people who've covered that team all year long, people who were at the NFC Championship game in L.A. I just think it's going to be a a star-studded crowd, a a group of corporate muckety-mucks, you know, the sort of the transient. They're just there for the for the show. And then I, I think the, the loudest sort of um, support, the most rambunctious support, is going to be for the Bengals. So I, I, I think it could sound more like a Bengals home game. Than a uh, than a Rams home game. Uh, kind all of right, Kenny, your number five. What's that? My, I said that's kind of embarrassing that you get the game in your house because oh. we discussed on our show. It was obvious last year they've had fifty four of these. There's never been one with home field, and now we've had two in a row. And last year, maybe partly because of COVID, and they they gave tickets to first responders in the area. But that was a pro Tampa crowd a year ago. Oh yeah, I was there. I mean, our set for the NFL today was right in the concourse overlooking um, the looking at in into the open end of the stadium on the other uh, end zone. And that place was rocking from opening warmups on. And it was all, it was, it was a Bucks home game. No two ways about it. My, my five and, and Matthew Stafford had a, a bit of a problem during the regular season, throwing pick sixes. He's been relatively clean in the postseason. Didn't throw any picks until the NFC title game should add two, but uh, one was dropped uh, by Tart. I think that pick six bugaboo comes back to haunt him in this game. I think Matthew Stafford throws a pick six. I think Stafford's going to have a bug bugaboo or two as well. Um, I'm just not sure it's going to be of the pick six variety. My five is a little bit like your six. Uh, I think Von Miller's getting a hat trick of sacks. Uh, they may sell out to stop Aaron Donald. Um, and I think um, – Floyd's going to have an opportunity to get some free runs as well. But this is a big stage. The last time we saw Von Miller on a big stage, he was probably the primary reason why Denver won that Super Bowl. Uh, He's got a contract on the line. It's all about this game for him. He's always been a big game guy. I think Von Miller is going to have a massive game with at least three sacks. Get to four, and, and Cooper Cup just won uh, Offensive Player of the Year at the NFL Honors. He seems to be uncoverable. The chemistry he has with Stafford, even though they've only been playing together one season, is incredible. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Cooper Cup's going to have himself a hell of a game. 
Give me 11 catches for 141 yards and a touchdown for one Cooper Cup. Well, and I was going to get to this when we talk about props. We might as well mention it here. Uh, Cooper Cup, the over-under is eight and a half total reception. So Ken Wyman says go hard on the over there. Yeah, give me the over. Wow. As how many targets? Why don't you want if we're going bold? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'll say? I'll say 14 targets. Jeez, that's efficient. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yet I'm not sure you have them winning the game. Teaser. Interesting. My four deals with a wide receiver for the Rams as well. It is not Cooper Cup. Baldy and I talked early in the week about the impact of Odell Beckham, and we both noticed the same trend. It's not so much about the 80-yard bombs or the 70-yard bombs or the, you know, the the crazy one-handed catches down way down the sideline. It's been more about the dirty work he's done in goal-to-go situations inside the 10 in the red zone. He's caught a lot of pay dirt passes that haven't traveled very far in the air. And and he and Stafford immediately had a real chemistry down there. And sometimes people sell out to stop Cooper Cup around there. I think Odell Beckham has two red zone touchdowns in this game, and I don't Ooh. think I don't think either is from more than twelve or fifteen yards out. Um, he has a sense for the pylon, his spatial awareness, his and yes, he still has incredible body control. Uh, I another again, like Von Miller, big big time player. He's sort of a mercenary there. It's all about this game. I think it'll bring out the best in Odell. I'm not sure he's going to have gaudy uh, yardage totals, Kenny, but I, I do think he gets in the end zone twice. Uh, from close range. All right, what about your number three? Amazing Odell Beckham was Brashad Perryman in Cleveland, and now he's back to being Odell Beckham again well, You know, in L.A. My, my three, I, I, and I'll preface this, I think T. Higgins is going to have more receiving yards than Jamar Chase, but I do think you can mark Jamar Chase down for a long one. Jamar Chase has a touchdown of 50 yards or more in this game. Okay, well... The over/under in receiving yards for Jamar Chase is eighty-five point five, Kenny. So I would should that lead me to conclude that you're going over here if you think he's picking up fifty in one fell swoop. You cut out. What was the what was the over/under? Uh, Jamar Chase over/under eighty-five point five receiving. Uh, so you going over if he's getting fifty uh, all at once? I, it's going to be close to that number. I think Higgins goes over a hundred. I th- I don't know that Chase does. Okay. Uh, if if the Rams win this game, by the way, while we're kind of talking about wide receivers before I get to my three, Odell Beckham's dad should get the same <laughs> ring that the players. Yes, have. he should. Because he, you know what I mean, like he and and you know what he maybe should get votes for yes. executive. Of the yes, year the video. Because he, I mean, he told no lies. The video he put out, and the Browns freaked out, <laughs> and Odell made the right choice. He picked the team that was going to the Super Bowl. So Odell's dad votes for executive of the year, and and Kroenke, if you win this thing, he better yeah, get a fight. Get him a ring. My three um, picks up where you left off, and you talked about Matt Stafford. You, you, you thought he had a pick six in him. I think he has two picks in him. I think one will be early. I won't say nerves or jitters, but maybe trying to do a little too much. Gunslinger. And I, I hope that I'm wrong on this other one because I, I – I, I do like Matt Stafford a lot, and I think him getting a ring here could really change some narratives and really set him up himself up for an amazing sort of second act to his career. But I think he throws one late, and I think it hurts them and stings them. And and 
you know, I, I see him throwing that late pick, and I see Cincy marching about 45 yards to put themselves in position to win. And I'll stop there because I don't want to give away my one. But like you, I, I, I fear a little bit that the double agent shows up in Matt Stafford. My two, and I, 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 I think Jalen Ramsey's a stud, but the rest of that Rams secondary, to me at least, leaves a lot to be desired. Eric Weddle, who was on a couch a month ago, is going to be yeah. wearing the green dot in this game tomorrow, which is an absolutely incredible story, but still kind of scary. Uh, I, as I said, I do think Burrow gets hit a lot, but I think he's going to be able to get rid of it a lot as well. Mark down Joe Burrow for 325 and three touchdowns, Jason Lockett. Wow, three twenty-five and three touchdowns. The over/under for Joe Burrow is two hundred and seventy-one point five passing yards. So, Kenny Wyman says, "You know, I'm a big gambler. That's that's a that's a lock. Yeah, that's a lock." Um, my two, um, the Bengals are a ball control team. They don't really move at a great rate of pace coming out of the huddle that they, they, they tend to want to milk the clock. They're a little bit methodical. Even a lot of their big plays in the passing game come more from yak than, you know, bombs away. We've got this situation that you noted with your first bold prediction, the, the mismatch mm-hmm. on paper between the Rams D line and uh, especially the right side of the Bengals offensive line. I don't think any of that's lost on Zach Taylor. I think Zach Taylor's proven to be a shrewd coach. I think his offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan, by this time next year will be an NFL head coach. Yeah. They're going to run this thing through their running backs. I don't think they're going to get caught up in glitz or glam or to, to your earlier one, you know, Burrow throwing over 300 yards. I think it's about an efficient passing game, controlling the clock and mitigating the damage that uh, Von Miller and, and company can do. I think Bengals running backs touch this ball touch the ball at least 35 times combined. You know, that screens to Mixon, screens to Pirine, inside draws, runs. You know, I I think they see a whole lot of this football. They're they're fresh. They're rested. They've had two weeks. And they know that there's too many players on that Rams defensive line who could change the course of the game with one play. So I I think you see a lot of those guys – Involved in the, in the overall flow of this offense. My number one, the Cincinnati Bengals have a kicker. His name is Evan McPherson, yes. fifth round pick. He is the most clutch rookie place kicker that I've seen since Justin Tucker in 2012. Evan McPherson walks this bad boy off again. Bengals win the Super Bowl 33 to 30. Yeah, we're fairly simpatico on this one, Kenny. Um, I also, my number one bold prediction is McPherson does the job again. I have him hitting a game-winning field goal off of that Stafford turnover I talked Mm -hmm. about to give the Cincinnati Bengals a 31-30 victory. That would obviously be quite a Disney ending to what has been a Cinderella season. Um, So that means we both believe that if you are inclined to bet, mm-hmm. you will take the four and a half points or money line that the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, I'm getting there. That the Cincinnati Bengals uh, are are getting uh, money line plus one sixty five for the Bengals might be worth putting a few shekels dollars on that. Over under forty eight point five 
we both have it going yeah, over. Yeah, we we're way over. Significantly yeah. over. It's probably bad news yes, here. We're this aligned. I, that's, I do that's, wanna, that's not good. A, a PSA, uh, neither one of us are big gamblers. <laughs> I'm not allowed to gamble. CBS, I'm not I'm not allowed to gamble. So I yeah. haven't and I don't I haven't I placed don't, a bet since I was in college. I very rarely, uh, if at all, gamble. My best bets were pretty good this year though, and I, I think I think taking four and a half Remember, with the Bengals. J- just to let the people know what a good gambler I am, the one time I was going to gamble, when because sports gambling became legal in person here in in Maryland, I was going to bet the uh, the over on catches for Antonio Brown in the game where he stripped and walked off the field. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was a lock for you because of the incentives. Yes, and, yeah. and I didn't get down to the casino one time, so I couldn't bet yeah, it. And he, he didn't finish the game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shows what we know. Um, also, one other thing here to note in that we're so simpatico. Yes. We both have the Bengals kind of coming back to do this. First half, Rams minus three. Hmm. I, I kind of no, like I, I have a feeling the Rams are up at halftime. Well, you know, I can see the Rams up by a touchdown at halftime. This Bengals team. Is okay coming back. If memory serves, Titans were leading at halftime. I know the Chiefs were leading at halftime. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Um, some trends. Yeah, I kind of I kind of feel like they might be trailing again. A few trends to keep an eye on here. Under Sean McVay, the Rams are 9-1 against the spread after a game in which they controlled the ball for 34-plus minutes and gained 24-plus first downs. Um, however, that one to me though, with a two week delay between games, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of indicating you exerted your will on somebody. You, you know what uh-huh. I mean? You, you, you pounded them the week before, but I don't know with the two week layoff exactly what that means, but worth noting the Bengals are nine and two straight up when playing against the team with a winning record this season. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. The Bengals were seven and one straight up when they rushed for 100 or more yards this season I would love I to think, see them get mixing going well I, and look I'm not saying that they're going to run the ball exceedingly well I think the number that's why I focused on in my six Your pack touches. the number of touches yeah they have to keep, be involved to keep Stafford off the field to keep Aaron Donald from you know if they if 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 Joe Burrow drops back 45 times in this game I think the Bengals are in trouble the Bengals were five and zero straight up when allowing three or fewer sacks this season I don't know that even if they run the ball a ton they're probably well, giving up she's only had one sack in the AFC title game correct that, that was a big surprise yes and something Baldy pointed out early in the week he thought that they were getting away with a lot of holds on Chris mm-hmm. Jones but that'll probably be the case if that's how they call them the championship game mm-hmm. it's probably how they're calling it in the Super Bowl uh the Rams were six and zero straight up when Matthew Stafford didn't throw a pick we, we both feel like yeah. he has. Uh, I think he's uh, got one in him. in him. The Bengals 0-14 straight up when committing two or more turnovers since last season. And, and obviously, well, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that the turnover battle in a Super Bowl, oh, especially enormous. for two teams yeah. that aren't incredibly experienced at playing in games of this magnitude, um, are, are, you know, is, is going to be huge um a few other player props to hit on before we get into some of the nonsense yes here. We love- you are a big t higgins guy. i am or a big t higgins yeah. guy while he was in college mm-hmm. t higgins over under four and a half total 
receptions. Nah, bang that. Thoughts on that? Bang the hell out of yeah. that one, Jason. Can I say that? Uh, I, uh, you did. Yeah, I, yeah, you did. I, 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 and I think I think we're allowed to say Super Bowl now. Yes. Only not. Uh huh. It's not in the. Just to clarify, SB is not in the name of this show. This show is called Big Game Breakdowns with Baldy or Baldy's Big Game Breakdowns. Yes, without Baldy. I've called it both this week. Yes. But SB is not in yeah, the you, name of the show. You cannot say that. In, we don't have I mean, yeah, uh, no. Just I, to be clear. I, I think this is a big, big T. Higgins game. I think T. Higgins. Uh, I'm thinking 10 catches, 8 no, catches. I mean, I, what are you thinking I could, here? I don't know. I could, see a, I could see a 7. I could see a 7. 7. Yeah, I, I just think the kid's a number one receiver, but not on this team. He's number two. And as I said earlier when I talked about Ramsey, Ramsey's a stud, but – I'm not. I'm not a big fan of what they got behind Jalen Ramsey. I think Tyler Boyd yeah. could have himself a nice game too. He he could. He could. I don't know that I'm going to touch that Higgins one. That's just five catches. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I do like this one. Aaron Donald over point seven five seven. I'll take that. Yes. Bang it. You know. I think he finds a way to 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 wrap him up in more than just a half sack. You should have a little cash um, register next to you that you can hit every time we we like. I, I don't have – come on. The budget's not there. This. I don't even know the name of the show, Kenny. Now you want me to have <laughs> – we, we need a budget for a cash register. I know my limitations, yeah. please. You want me to be doing production. <laughs> uh, a few sort of nonsensical ones here. Leg for the national anthem over under 1 minute 38 seconds – See, I don't know that I have a frame of reference for this. Like, I wouldn't touch that. I, I haven't done enough research. Yeah, and if it was like a, a Gladys Knight or somebody like that that might put a little – I see, I know nothing about this country singer. So I – Mickey Guyton. Yeah, Mickey Guyton singing the national anthem. I know nothing about her. I uh, Admittedly, not a country, country music fan at all. So yeah. I don't know if she's someone that, that will ham it up, uh, will extend – yeah, I, I, I would stay away from that one. Yeah, I, I would stay. We're the wrong people yeah. to ask for advice we, on. We that. are not. I do have strong feelings on this one. Go go to the Grand Ole Opry big game breakdown, and they'll they'll give you more thoughts on on Mickey Guyton. But but definitely not the Grand Ole Opry <laughs> SB breakdown. That is not that is not the name, and that is not courtesy of Odyssey. Uh, this one though, this one intrigues me. Eminem to wear something on his head during the halftime. Appearance now nothing plus one fifty, a hat plus two hundred, hood plus two fifty, do rag or bandana mm. plus two seventy five. I feel somewhat strongly that he has always um, been proud of his hair, right? Like I think he's always been a show the hair kind of guy. When he's playing a character in a video, like you know different versions of Marshall Mathers or whatever, you will see different iterations of him wearing something on his head, like a bandana or a hat. But I feel like at his core, he's a wear nothing guy and he's never been on a stage this big before. I like nothing plus one fifty. See, I see it a little differently. Young, young Eminem with the, when he, I think he had the blonde hair. He liked to show it off, but like older Eminem, I feel like, I feel like hoodie or skull cap. Like I, I don't feel like I, I see him. Sh- oh, hood plus two. Yeah. Well, how 
How does that work? If he just flips it up for a second and then flips it back down, you'd have to consult. Or does he have to be? This just says Eminem to wear on his head at halftime. I wonder if he flips a hood up at any at any point. I think that's. I don't think he's going hoodie though. I'm thinking like white t shirt and like black leather jacket. So here's the only problem: it's 85 degrees there. Like true, but these are performers. You know, it's always hot under the lights, and there's no AC in that building. Right, that's that because I think he's a he's a cover the head guy. That's just my my read. Really, yeah. But it's going to be. Re- well, we're going to have to make a note to rehash this. Yes, uh, on the Baldy on Monday on our show, Baldy's post game, which break. is called Inside Access, but we didn't name it. Blame Chuck Sapien. Yes, uh, send your mail if you're listening, Chuck. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got here. Okay, a few other ridiculous ones. Yes. What will be mentioned first during the Super Bowl MVP speech? Minus 120 team teammates, plus 325 city or fans, plus 370 God slash religion, plus 690 family. Mm. Hmm, That seems low. Plus 1,200 coaches, plus 2,500 team owner. The team owner one intrigues me if it's Mike Brown because of how long they've owned yeah. this and because of the family business. But if it like I know it's hard for that to be the first thing, but if the Bengals win and we think it's Burrow, yeah, I have him down as him. I could he and he's an Ohio guy yes. and he's steeped in the history yes. of this stuff. I feel like city slash fans or and for really for the hell of it, put ten dollars on team owner. You never know. I, I I'm feeling. City, I kind of feel that a little bit. I'm feeling city slash fans. I am. I'm feeling that. Like Joe Burrow, Ohio kid, and I I have him winning the MVP. Uh, and he he gets it. Definitely gets it. Though he did say he'd eat gumbo over Skyline Chili when asked the question this week. Well, it's, he's keeping it real. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's that's that's a no brainer. Yeah, it's much better. Uh, but yeah, I could definitely see this is for the fans of Cincinnati, long suffering. But couldn't you also see? This is for Mike Brown and the Brown family and the city of Cincinnati and long-suffering Bengals fans. How old is Joe Burrow? 24 years old? 25? I think he's 26. No, he's older than Lamar Jackson. No, he's older than Lamar. Uh, yes, at that age, is he? maybe he throws I don't know. Brown. He's pretty heady. Yeah. He's pretty heady. Yeah, I, I, definitely fans in city. Definitely fans in city. But you're only making that bet. You're, you, you would only put – Anything on owner if you're pretty dead set that the Bengals are winning. Like nobody's coming out of the gates. Given even though Stan Kroenke spent five billion for that stadium, no no Ram is coming out hot saying I want to thank Stan. No, Kroenke. I don't I think Matthew don't think Stafford is mentioning Stan Kroenke first. And you're not getting to the city or the fans. You've only been there yeah. for five minutes, and they don't show up. The 49 yeah. right? It's the other team. Yeah, it's the other team. Yeah. Thanks yeah. to all the fans who don't who don't come to the games. This is one near and dear to your heart, okay, uh, Kenny. Not yeah, because you're 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 down with some of these specific brands. Which Anheuser Busch brand commercial will air first? Budweiser plus one ninety, Bud Light next. I don't even know what that oh, is. Plus two ten, Michelob Ultra plus four hundred. That's in your wheelhouse. I'm partial. Cutwater Spirits plus five hundred, Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. You are a big seltzer guy. I'm a plus six hundred, but this is how about this Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer Ooh. 
plus 925. So first Anheuser-Busch commercial to air. So you know me, Michelob Ultra is near and dear to my heart. Yes, it is. Sort of my beverage of choice. Uh, and because of that, because I, I think they're going to save Budweiser and the Clydesdales for later in the game, you know, like second half, you're assuming good game, more eyeballs on it. That's when you throw Budweiser out there. I think we go ultra early, Jason. I, I, I'm going ultra. Okay. Fair enough. And I can see it's, and definitely a seltzer because they've been pumping the, the, the heck out of the seltzer ads previewing. Yeah, see, I think the seltzer is a sneaky play. Yeah, the Bud, the Bud Light seltzer, I think, could be the winner too because they've been really pumping that preview ad this week. Those, and those, those commercials I kind of like. It's just in general, yeah. even, like the, even like the normal one. Um, a few things I did pick up reading some gambling websites. Um, there's some sharps out there who feel like because of what we talked about, um, how much the Bengals may run it through their running backs, how much they're not really a tempo team. Um, and, and they're not really a quick strike team unless you let, you know, them take a screen pass for 70 yards, which we see that it happens. Mm -hmm. I guess there's a, there's a prop out there. The, the, uh, the highest scoring quarter, 20 and a half points. And they say bet the under that none of these quarters will produce even 20 points, let alone 21. I, I found that I found that to be a little bit intriguing. It, it you know, it made it made sense to me. Well, here's um, here's the interesting thing there, Jason. We both have this final score over 60. So, yeah, yeah I guess you could. Uh, yeah, but we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, I'm saying I, this is like these are I, this is from professional. Can you, can you say that again. So we, we don't know. we don't know what yes, we're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. This is from professional yeah, yes, gamblers. Yes. I thought it was interesting. Highest clear. scoring quarter under 20 and a half. This was another one. Combined total rushing yards under 205.5. Now again, I think there's going to be a lot of volume in the Bengals run game. I don't know that it's going to be super sexy, but it's going to keep the it's going to be efficient enough and it's going to keep the, the 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 chains moving and more importantly the clock moving so that one i found interesting again sharp say total combined rushing yards under 205.5 let me ask you this jason i, I saw the rams activated daryl henderson so they got henderson they got acres they have sony michelle do you think mcveigh just wrote friend of the show jake funk yes jesse i don't know if he'll be up or not yeah, but hopefully but maybe special teams but like yeah. do you feel like mcveigh is gonna try to keep them all fresh and rotate through the three of them I think he's going to oh, – I think Cam Akers is going to have a chance to be the bell cow if he's, he's, he's up for it. Um, but both these guys want to run the football. There's, yeah. there's no two ways about that. Um, and then another one here, number of players to attempt a pass over two and a half. Well, there, I, I yeah. like this one as yeah, well. There will be – Whether it's yeah. – yes, whether it's Odell, who we've seen throw long touchdown passes to Jarvis' buddy Jarvis Landry mm -hmm. in Cleveland – um, whether it be a running back option pass, whether it be a punter, right, or a field goal kicker, although if it's with the Bengals, uh, both kickers are good. Yeah. Bengals kickers are truly special. Um, but I feel like someone will try to steal a possession, have some razzle-dazzle. Razzle uh, that, 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 that's one that I like as well. I think at least three people 
throw the ball uh, in this What game. we've seen in Super Bowls is there have been passes by other people uh, that over the in recent memory. I remember that Eagles Patriots Super Bowl, both teams tried to pass by somebody else. Remember Brady dropped a pass and then Philly had the- my buddy Bill Cowher's Super Bowl win. You had Ward throwing a pass. Anquan Randall L. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So So I'm with you. I like that one. And and again, that's um from the Sharps. That's not from these two idiot. These two squares. Yeah. Any other final thoughts? uh Ken Wyman about uh this this game it's it's a rare game Jason where I I really like I'll be happy if either team wins like I'm with you and and that's not always the case for me like usually I've got because I'm a bitter man you know that and that like yes there will usually be some sort of hatred for one of the teams there'll be a grudge involved of some sort like if the Bengals win they've been you're easily agrees, yes. wouldn't you agree? Yes, yes. So the Bengals—they've been so bad for so long. If they win, and I—I I like Joe Burrow. He's incre- Joe Burrow a lot. He's incredibly likable. And, and if the Rams win, the, yep. the Matthew Stafford story is great. And the fact that yes. that he goes from a guy that that some people said was just a numbers compiler for years and played for right. a competent franchise in Detroit forever and tried to make it work. He was there for twelve years. He didn't. He yeah. didn't try to force his way out early. And now he gets this opportunity in his 13th year, and he's in a Super Bowl. And if he wins it, I feel good for him. Plus, Sean, yeah, full disclosure, Sean McVay, friend of the show. I, I'm happy. Yes. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor, friend They've of the both show. Been on the you program. can't lose. Yeah, so I, I, can't lose. I feel good no matter who wins. Oh, and my nephew Dylan is a huge Rams fan because of Stafford. So he'll be happy. Yes. So right. I'm good either way. Yeah, so am I. I mean, I always am because what I do, I can't yeah, really. You, I mean, you don't. Yeah. I, I can't really. I don't. I root to make the, the last Amtrak train <laughs> home from New York every Sunday. That's what I root for. Or the last to sell of the fast train. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Amtrak. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I think there's compelling stories all around. Um, and it's, I, I just hope it's not a blowout. Yes. I don't think it will be a blowout. Where, are you going out? Are you gallivanting to partake in the game? Are you staying home? Are you watching with friends and family? I'm watching. I'm going to a friend's house. Uh, they're having a, a party. There will not be big sub. Will there be a big there sub? There will there? not be big sub. Big sub died. Are you? How do you know? How can it's not even? How do? You, how can you speak so defiantly? You don't because know because they said that big sub might show up. No, there's a group text about what's going to be there. There was no big sub. Really. Yes. Really? No big sub. What if a big sub just shows up delivered there? You don't know who sent it. Uh, if Blimp What if a dude with a with a four to six foot sub just shows up at halftime? If somehow, what are you gonna do about that? Somehow a blimpy location opens. Why that doesn't have to be let doesn't have to be any uh, it could be homemade for all you know. I, what if a big sub shows up? You're gonna tell me that wouldn't be the life of the party. I, You're gonna tell me that wouldn't kick it up a notch. I can guarantee you if big sub shows up, big sub big sub changes. Most everything. of big sub will still be there at the end of the night. That's how that works. If if big sub shows up. You, and there's a lot of big sub left. I will bring you better sub. bring oh. if you you bring big sub in on Monday. The jackals at our place, it'll be gone before we even go on. Oh, air. So don't tell me big sub would go to waste. Uh, well, but those not at 105.7 the fan. Those would. people are Neanderthals. They'll eat anything. But uh, yeah, you better check on big sub. If big sub um, shows up, I will bring you big sub. <laughs> <laughs> Big sub might change your life. Uh, I will be watching the Super Bowl at home with my family for the first time in 20 years. Uh, the last Super Bowl I saw with my wife was at her friend's Super Bowl party for the Tom Brady, uh, Jake Delhomme Super Bowl. Oh, so that was. And I've uh, there was I boy I can't. T- I mean it's 20 years ago. I I can't speak 
uh, with any veracity as to whether or not Big Sub was there. I like to think in my mind, Big Sub made an appearance. And then Big Sub, there was no Big Sub for anybody uh, to take home because it was that good. But I can't. Did you? I was drunk and it was 20 years yeah. ago. Uh, but we will. I'll just, so I'll be watching my first Super Bowl with my kids. I never see these commercials. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of like interested to see that because I'm always in a press box and you don't have any sound. So anyway, that's that's our shtick and spiel. Uh, this has been the final edition, probably forever, Kenny, of Big Game Breakdowns with Baldy or Baldy's Big Game Breakdowns, whichever you prefer. We have come to you thanks to our friends at Odyssey. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jason Lockenfora. You can find Baldy on Twitter at Baldy NFL. You could find Ken Wyman on Twitter, and he is always, yes. always desperate for yes. more followers. What are you again? Ken at Ken Wyman Sport. Ken Wyman Sport. Yes. Yeah, he's at Ken Wyman's party. Baldy and I will be back next week to break down the Super Bowl. So you can also follow us on Baldy's Breakdowns, which drops every week. And you can follow us on iTunes, um, you know, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your, your podcast goodness. Please rate, review, subscribe. We hope you all enjoy the big game. And Baldy and I will be back next week to break it down for you on Baldy's Breakdowns. This has been a production of Big Game Breakdowns with Baldy and La Confora, an Odyssey exclusive.